Hey everybody, I know that in my last podcast I mentioned a lot of topics that I really am excited to start talking about. But over the last week I've recorded some great events that I've been going to and I really can't wait to share them with you. I've Since I work for the Student Launchpad here at Towson, I'm able to record those events and try and showcase them for you guys. So, for this week's podcast, I'm going to share the audio from Dr. Lucas's Entrepreneurship Unplugged here at Towson University. Entrepreneurship Unplugged is a series where we bring in entrepreneurs from all over Baltimore to share their story and talk about what they think is really important for young entrepreneurs like myself to know moving forward. At this Entrepreneurship Unplugged, Dr. Tamira Lucas talked about a lot of things that I thought were very interesting. She talks about her past ventures and her thoughts on them, like the successes and what she regrets about them. Those ventures including a traveling salon parlor for like children's birthdays parties, as well as the unique services she offers to parent entrepreneurs. She runs a like co-working space that has that specializes in parents who are entrepreneurs, specifically mothers as entrepreneurs, and it offers like daycare and other things that parent entrepreneurs need to be able to have so that they can really work. She also talks about her college experience where she goes over why she thinks students should study abroad and why as an employer, she thinks that internships, even unpaid, are very important. So if that sounds interesting to you, I definitely recommend you listen to the entirety of this podcast. Now, keep in mind, this is new equipment for me, and I actually wasn't able to secure a microphone for the camera I was using. So the audio is going to be from, it's an audio recording that I have of me putting my phone on the desk next to her as she speaks. So it's not great audio, but it is great content, and I definitely suggest you guys listen to it. So I'm sorry if I had to cut out a lot of the questions, but I have her answers and I have her entire kind of speech for the night. So I hope you guys get something really worthwhile out of this. I know I really value her story and all the hardships she's been through that she not only got through and went through, but have used to motivate and push her forward. And I think that for many people, if not everyone, that's what we aspire to. Also, Dr. Tamira Lucas has a podcast of her own that I'll link down to in the description, and I'll link to a lot of her other sources and what she's done in the past. Also, I had to cut the beginning up a little bit because I didn't realize about the mic situation until she had already started. So in the beginning here, she's talking about herself and introducing herself. More importantly, I believe she's talking about the fact that she was a young black girl in what I want to say was East Baltimore. I'm not sure if it was East or West. Sadly, I, I lost the audio because I started late, but that's pretty important for the rest of the speech and for something and something for you guys to keep in mind. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I'll see you in the next one. Who received a full scholarship to a prestigious university here in Maryland. Um, I was once a dreamer who was told that my goals was simply just a dream um, and that I would never make them a reality. I was once a suicidal sister who lost her brother in a motorcycle accident. See, I didn't choose entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship actually chose me. Um, and through all the things that I've been through, all the things that I knew, um, I had to figure out how to become better for my future self. And for me, becoming my future self was an entrepreneur. I knew if I wanted to change the world and the way that the world viewed women, that I had to be that person that changed their views. Um, so in 2000, 2008, I launched my first business. And I still kick myself in the butt every day for 
I'm dissolving this business. I actually started a kids mobile salon, um, kids mobile salon party. Kids mobile salon party. Yeah. Um. So I we will go and actually do spa parties for kids and. I watched my partner at the time really have a lot of challenges uh, with balancing being a mom and being an entrepreneur. Now, when I started my business, this first business, I had no structure, but I was extremely successful in this business. I always like kick myself because I wanted, I literally can vision what that business would look like today because it was so successful. Um, in 2010, after birthing, birthing my, da- my daughter, who is now eight, um, I birthed my second business. And it was a, a kid's, um, a children's accessory line. So I created custom headbands and bow ties for children. My daughter came out, she didn't have any hair, and I wanted her to look fly. <laughs> so I created that business. But, and the business was successful, but I wasn't fulfilled. And if it's anything that I actually learned from that business, it was that, um, well, the business was successful, but I wasn't passionate about the business. And if it was anything that I learned through the journey of launching the kids accessory line is to know that knowing your why, that you're doing something is important because your why will really reflect on your passion and your purpose. Um, knowing your why leads you to understanding your purpose and understanding your purpose provides you the clarity that you need and the tenacity that you need to be successful in business. Um, in 2012, I lost my brother that I mentioned, but I also gained a business. And I realized through all the challenges, both through my first and second business, that there was a gap. Um, There was a gap in resources and services and just a a gap of supporting moms in business. Um, Moms are often clumped into women-owned businesses. And I know you guys are pretty young, but you all have mothers. And you know how hard your mom worked to get you to where you are today. Um, and think about that while trying to follow your dreams and think about all the things that your mother goes through to ensure that you have the basic necessities in life, regardless if your mom is married or if your mom is single. I know that I struggle every single day currently to make sure that my daughter gets everything that she needs. Prior to me coming here, I just dropped her off at gymnastics, and she has to be picked up at 7.45, and when I leave here, I have a meeting at 7 o'clock. So I have to figure out how to balance those things, right? And I launched my consulting business. Originally, I just launched the business to focus on mom-owned businesses, to help mothers start and grow businesses. Because the reality of it is, and if you look at the statistics, and if you're in my class, you're actually going to read this report. Um, very soon is that women-owned businesses are growing in the number but they're not growing in the receipts and they're not doing that because they're still having challenges with balancing their home and their business women-owned business especially african-american women well women entrepreneurs get less than one percent of investment dollars So I knew that whatever I did, 
and whatever I do has to make sure that I impact those numbers. Because when I talked to you guys in the beginning, I was that, that young girl from West Baltimore who they told that told me that I wasn't going to be anything. I was either going to be a prostitute or a drug dealer because that's what everyone around me was, right? Entrepreneurship, you guys are lucky. Entrepreneurship is something that is extremely glorified today. It is talked about, you cannot, they have entrepreneurship classes in schools, majors in schools, minors in schools. Those things did not exist when I was sitting in your seat. Entrepreneurship was considered hustling. And when you think about the word hustle, you're like, oh, I don't want to hustle. I want something that's consistent, right? I want a paycheck. When I, before I graduated college, I had a government job. And three years into that job, I believe it was three years, I left abruptly. I said, I'm leaving. And everyone thought that I was extremely crazy for doing this. But my purpose in life was not to sit there and collect retirement at 65. I literally watched a man at work who could barely open his eyes just come to work so that he can retire at 65. And I knew that just wasn't something for me. Um, in 2016, I launched the Cube Cobra. Um, I'm sorry, actually I forgot the statistic. In 2014, I launched Moms as Entrepreneurs. Um, and Jane kind of gave you an overview of that, but Moms as Entrepreneurs is an organization that provides resources and support to moms in underserved communities to help them start, grow, start, sustain, and grow businesses. Um, and we do that a few ways. We have an academy, we have a podcast, and we have a conference. So our goal is to make sure that mothers are educated and they are given the opportunities that they're not given to become entrepreneurs so that they can sustain their families. Statistics show that economic power is also directly or is a correlation with crime. So if you look at the crime in Baltimore City and you look at the areas in Baltimore City where the crime is, those communities or neighborhoods are living in poverty, living below the poverty line, which is like $21 or $2,000 a year, which I know some of you all can eat that a year. Um, by itself, and we, these are families that are raising children off of that income. In West Baltimore, specifically where I grew up, most households in, in West Baltimore are ran by, um, the head of households are women that has children. Um, and you can look at the census data from that. The thing that makes the statistics, statistics in Baltimore City when you are looking at the numbers and you're looking at the income, is the fact that they are gentrifying Baltimore City. So they're moving people in Baltimore City that has higher income, but there's still neighborhoods that aren't getting the resources that they need. So my work is to flip that. When I grew up in, in West Baltimore, walking down the street, my mother didn't have to worry about me getting shot, me getting robbed, or anything like that, because it was a safe place. It may have been in poverty, but it was, it was safe. Everyone was family. When I walked down the street, those were family-owned businesses that was on the strip somewhere. Those small businesses were people in the community. Now all you see is blight in Baltimore City. So if I can invest in, help, if I can help a mom invest in a business and grow a business, I'm not just helping the mom, I'm helping the family. 
I'm not just helping a family, I'm helping a community. I'm not just helping a community, I am helping Baltimore City become a better place. In 2016, I launched the Q Cohort. So we had moms that went through our program and they struggled with coming every week for three hours for eight weeks. And now we have eight week program and we have a 16 week program and having babysitting. And then we provided those babysitting, um, babysitting within our program when they were there. But it's when I'm building my business, what do I do? How do I balance that? Daycare, do anybody know how much daycare is a year? It's the cost of a Toyota, Toyota Camry. People, especially for babies, are paying almost $300 a week. That's $1,200 a month. And if you're looking at, if you're paying attention, entrepreneurship doesn't just have to do with you buying a product or service. If you don't have anyone to buy that product or service or who you're targeting, you don't have a business. If people can't afford to maintain their household and maintain their childcare, how are they going to buy a product from you? So you have to remember, you have to think about what's going on from a politics standpoint as well. What are these changes that are being made in government that's going to impact you as a business owner? And we don't think about those things. And that's why I created the Cube. I created the Cube so that mothers or parents, because we have dads as well, have a place where they could get affordable babysitting services on site while they are working and they're not being distracted every 10 to 15 minutes. We are Maryland's first and only co-working space to provide a service that way. Um, so over the last 10 years, I've accomplished a lot from being named one of Baltimore's top 40 under 40 or being featured in Black Enterprise. Um, but nothing in life is more valuable than my family. I am a wife of an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, so my household is crazy. Um, <laughs> But I take that my title as wife and mom serious. It's an honor. Um, I am a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And um, together, my, me and my family, we make the Lucas brand. So Leandra took it upon herself to start following me on social media. Y'all cannot do that until after our class. Um, <laughs> but you will see that I share a lot about my family. We've created this this brand together. Ryan has her own YouTube station. My husband and I have a podcast that we do together. Um, and my grandmother is included as well. She lives with us. She is a uh, she is the babysitter at the Cube. So if you want to stop in and visit her, you can say hello. Um, so who am I? I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a doctor. I'm a community advocate. I'm a philanthropist. I'm an author. I'm a professor. I'm everything that the world said that I couldn't be. And my purpose in life is to inspire others to blossom into, the great, into their greatest potential to live their best life. So now do y'all know who I am? <laughs> Any questions? So there are several, well, I won't say like they're like several, but there are a few companies out here that does mobile spa services, but ironically, there aren't many. 
And I think that's what made our business so successful is that it didn't really exist. And I just, I'm so, I, I actually have a friend that had a kid, um, kid's spa that she recently just um, closed because her son is battling um, cancer. So she has to put more focus into that. And she was extremely successful as well. But there's not a lot in this area that does that. And let me tell y'all something. If y'all like kids, I'm not a big kid fan. <laughs> if y'all like kids, make create a business around kids because parents pay for anything for their children. Like literally anything. On average, my friend's spa business, her average parties was a thousand dollars for parties. They are expensive. What makes you happy? Uh, what makes me happy is me helping other people to live, literally live their best life. Um, when I get, when I see individuals or hear someone come back and say, thank you, this is what I've been able to do, that makes me happy. Um, my life at this point is not about me making a million dollars because honestly, I could probably get any job in this world that I want um, and make a whole lot of money and do a lot of things. But what really, what really fuels me is when I'm able to use my gifts and talents to help other people because I know how hard it is um, to not get that assistance, mm -hmm. to not have that resource, and to not get fluff. So there's a lot of business consultants out here, and there's a lot of people that say they do a lot of things, right? Um, and they don't do it. And most of the time, I get those people coming back to me saying, I use this person, can you help me? And I'm like, no, I've got to fix everything. It makes my job harder. Because I have to fix the perception and fix the problem. Mm -hmm. So just going through that process, even when my students, past students, email me and say, your class was amazing, thank you. Because I get that question all the time, like, why do you teach? You don't have to teach. I love teaching. I really do. Uh, when you when my students come in the classroom, they may not get it when we're right there doing it, but literally a semester from now, some of you all are going to be emailing me and like, thank you for doing this. And I get it all the time. So those are the things that make me happy. So, um, Am I ready for your question? And make sure you guys introduce yourselves. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm,
I'm not joking. That's another business. How many kids go <laughs> <laughs> And she was, and she seriously said, I enjoy coming to class with you because I learn a lot. So her little brain is seeing what her mom and her dad is doing at my husband's um, car dealership. She literally answers the phone as if she works there, and people ask her questions. Like that's how mature she sounds on the phone with answering it, right? So I have to use myself as an example, and I think that's probably why I get so many phone calls and text messages to people from people that actually know me because I can relate to a lot of different things. Sometimes it comes off as, oh, I think I know everything, but I've been through so much in my life and I've been through so many different scenarios that I can really get, like sometimes I'm trying to figure out, do I have a doctorate in business administration or psychology? I'm so confused sometimes. But yes, to to answer your question, I do motivate people and I try to do that by really showing them the possibilities and showing them how they can turn and one of the, and our whole thing at the cube is turning parents I can't into I can't. Any other questions? Vashti, you got a question? Vashti. Did I say it right the first time? No, oh, Vashti. <laughs> Correctly. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I hope you really act on it. Like, what? One of the things that I want you all to know is, and if I could like go and talk to my 17 or 18 year old self, what I would say is just do it now. I was fearful. I played it safe for a very, very long time because I didn't have that example of someone actually doing it. Connect yourself to people that are doing the things that, you're, that you wanna do in, in a different way. So someone asked me, well, how did you come from like the environment that you came from and you was able to like not become a product of your environment? I literally took pieces from different people to say, this is what I want to accomplish. So my niece's mother, who is my business partner in the cube, although she had my niece at 18, she did not allow that to stop her from finishing school twice. So I knew that if she could do that at eight, you know, have a child at 18 and finish her bachelor's and master's, that I could do that as well. And there just was certain things that I took from certain people and I followed that and I mimicked that. Um, this was before I even knew what a mentor was, um, but they were my mentors. So I took pieces of it. So just do it. Um, don't be afraid to do it because I've told you all this several times. Failure is not the final answer. It's a learning opportunity. So if you fail, you learn, you know, and don't be afraid to say I failed, but I learned. And I always tell people I don't make the same mistake twice. I don't even I never even dated the same boy twice. <laughs> and they know that. Being said, like it's okay to learn from that. Just don't make the same mistake twice. James, you had a question. Um, you have your hand on. 
a lot of different pots. Would you, a lot of people also want to get started doing that. They want to own multiple businesses, they want to be part of a podcast, have YouTube. How would you recommend that they go about it and how did you go about getting into so many different things? So, start with what you're passionate about because what you're passionate about is what you're going to be consistent with. Um, I can't say I'm consistent with all of those things. One of the things that we struggle with with my podcast now with my husband is that I'm the talker and he's not. So he says he wants to do this um, and then he gets on the podcast and you would think like he's in front of a million people and there's no one in the room but us. So getting him comfortable with being, you know, being uncomfortable is a struggle for me. But I know that I could get up all day long and like talk on a mic and then figure that out. But I would say, you know, start with one thing and then let that organically grow into something else. Um, and the things that you do don't have to be related to each other. Some people will tell you that they do have to be related. And there's been so many people that say, well, you do a lot. And that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. You know, so I hate when someone utilizes that as an excuse to not allow me to have an opportunity. But what I do is I just create my own opportunity. Y'all work for free? No. <laughs> Internships. Um, definitely. So let me tell you why it's important to work for free. See, you guys were quick to say no, but there's opportunity in working for free. I had to work for free for a while and to get to a place where I can actually get paid to do what it is that I like to do um, or what I wanted to do. Working for free gives you experience. Working for free gives you opportunity. Because I may not be, I may not pay you, but I may connect you to someone that's gonna pay you very, very well. So don't be quick to say no. Think about the opportunity that you have. Right now, with everything that you all are doing, you're building your portfolio. It's nothing better than you can do is to go out of, come out of college and say, these are all the things that I've accomplished and here is my um, references. Call them. Because I'm not going to give no fake reference. I'm not. You know, you need references for scholarships. You need references for jobs and things like that. So you want to be able to prove that you've been able to do this. So I would say, I mean, like, yes, you can help me in that way. Not that I won't pay you, but I, I was literally joking. Um, but don't be too fast to say that. Um, and just spread the word about Moms as Entrepreneurs. The more rooms that I can get in and talk to talk about Moms as Entrepreneurs, the bigger and better that our organization can grow. We were we was recently funded by the Kaufman Foundation. If you guys don't know who that is, that's a big foundation. And Etsy. Etsy actually has a grant that we was able to apply for and get that. Get that grant. So but guess how, how long I ha I still work for free. Moms as entrepreneurs don't pay me, but I'm serving. I'm working in my purpose, and I know eventually it will pay off um, some way, somehow. So next week, I'll be at the American Express Leadership Conference because of Moms as Entrepreneurs. Who knows what that opportunity is going to have? But I do know that I was just on a conference call with people all over the world that's going to be at that conference next week. Um, so it's a lot of possibilities that can happen out of doing things 
So you are volunteering your time, but an internship is you're gaining skills that's going to be able to pay you in the long time, in the long run. So let's just say you come in and work for the Cube as a market. The marketing, let's just say mark, hypothetically marketing is your major, right? You need experience in marketing just because you've been sitting in the classroom and not all professors are as cool as Jane and I and giving you <laughs> real world application. So we don't, if you're just reading a book to me, I'm not going to hire you. I'm not paying anyone that doesn't have any real world experience like I'm not going to hire you straight out of college like that because you have the opportunity to get those skills and I remember being that college student that said well no one wants to hire a, a student straight out of college as a business owner I totally get it it takes about five to six years for you to be valuable to a company so for you to cut that time down you need to get that experience right now in school so if that is an unpaid internship, you're going to get skills that's going to pay you in the long run. And that's something that I wish I did in college, is have an internship. I wish that I studied abroad. If you guys aren't looking to study abroad, you need to do, you need to walk right on out here after I'm finished done, after I finish talking and figure out how you can study abroad. Because most schools pay for you to go study abroad. That's a good one, Jan. And I'm sorry. Thank you for that. Because I See, I'm in a totally different mindset. But on October the 25th, we are having another fundraiser at Alex and Ani at Towson. So all of the, anything that you buy proceeds go to our organization. I think it's like 20%. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, um, so, and I'll make sure Jane, sent, well, I'll send it out, but okay. that you guys get that information. But that's a great way to spend $14 and help the organization as well. And like Jane said, definitely, if you guys want to donate, raise money, we are definitely open to that. And we do actually have an opportunity for a student to work with moms as entrepreneurs and get paid um, to do some of like the program management side of it. So I totally forgot I had that. I really do need somebody for that. So you're interested in that, you can send me your resume. Um. <laughs> but you never have a ownership, right? Um, and that's a, that is a skill. Well, thank you for accepting me for who I am. That is a skill. I love you. Um, Tamira, so she's our secret weapon. You realize how much she's got. Now, we didn't even talk about the capital venture stuff. There's a whole, much, a whole lot more. Tamira's in the long pad every Wednesday. 
Houston store, Charleston Association, but she does marketing and development there. But like, it seems so insignificant to say that about Alicia because what she is is exactly like Tamira. Mm -hmm. She's an advocate, she's a community organizer, she's a leader, she's a met, she does so much more and we have her on here because she's our social media maven, right? That is true for every single person that we're putting in here. So all you guys have to do is register. Come, we have coffee and bagels. <laughs> and we have <laughs> Every single time while she opened her mouth in class, it was, can you feed me? And here's my idea. Can you feed me? Here's my idea. Because college students are always hungry. Can you feed me? How was that? So you have Ashi to thank for But really, seriously, this is wonderful. Um, you should work for Tamira because of her network. You should work for any of these people. Come and network. And if you're not good at networking, we're both going to say, practice. Yep, I have a great activity for you guys. Okay. Any other, any other, um, Alex, are you going to do Yeah. Wakeboard Wednesdays is in the SLP. Yeah, in the SLP. It's in the school on Saturday. Three weeks later. Oh, no, you've been there. Thank you. By the way, yeah. Started his side hustle today. And he made money. Ooh. His side hustle is yep. launched. He's making money. And he is executing at Women Minority Entrepreneurship Conference. He is going to have a little thing. He's got a sign printed up. So get on his team. Help him out. And it Be works. Be motivated by him. And it works. It works. So come. Take advantage. And you can experience Jacob's. Thank you guys. So now that you know me, don't they see who I am no more? Sorry, I'm joking. We know who you are now. Nice to meet you as well. I'm going to run because I literally got to get Love you, love you, love you. Thank you for doing that. No, thank you for your words. You were just way too kind. You really just made me cry. I know, I loved it. Is this your show? No, that's. Oh, no, it was a